This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi on this Friday. Getting lots of emails. Jody at CKNW.com. I see them. I'm replying to them. We'll use them later on in the program. Also loving the Buzzline texts we're getting. 604-331-BUZZ. 604-331-2899. Uh, you can also give us a call on our Buzzline anytime. 604-331-BUZZ. 604-331-2899. And we will open the phones in the next segment because I wonder what you think should constitute distracted driving. So keep that that in mind. Uh, we're going to open up phones at 604-280-9898. Of course, it's got to be hands-free if you're driving. Don't touch your phone. That's dist- distracted driving. But where do you keep your phone when you drive? Like for real, where is it? Mine? Usually in the cup holder. That's where the plug is and it sits on my center console piece there. Uh, apparently that's a no-no given uh, what has been happening with Folks getting ticketed for having their phones within reach. Kyla Lee joins us on the line on yet another overturned ticket for having a cell phone in a cup holder. Hi, Kyla. Hi, thank you for having me. Here we go again. Again, again, round and round it goes. It does. I'm reading your blog, which I love, uh, but another interesting twist to this particular um, case. Can you lay out what, what Mr. Ali did or did not or allegedly did, I guess? This case is different because he, the officer had testified that he saw him in his rearview mirror while parked in front of Mr. Ali, looking, you know, up and down, doing the head bob, you know, when you can tell people are texting because they're, you know, glancing yeah. up every few seconds. He said he could see that, so he knew he was using his phone, that he could see the phone in his rearview rear mirror. And then when he had the opportunity, he pulled Mr. Ali over and he saw that the phone was now sitting charging in the cup holder. Mr. Ali testified, and he said, I wasn't using my phone, it was just in the cup holder the entire time. And he was uh, disbelieved in court, but the conviction was overturned, even though the judge accepted that the officer saw him using his phone, because the judge then went one step further and said, and it doesn't really matter who I believe, because the phone was in the cup holder and it's not allowed to be there. So where are we supposed to put our phones? You can put them in the cup holder if you're not using them. Oh, okay. The law, the law is actually clear on this, but for whatever reason, the message is not making it to police officers or to the people who are deciding cases in traffic court. And so it's leading to all of these cases being overturned on appeal because the law is not being applied correctly. This seems like such a waste of resources, isn't it? It's a huge waste of resources. It costs a lot of money for uh, people to pay to run courts, to have judges deciding the same thing over and over again and trying to make the law abundantly clear, to pay prosecutors to deal with the appeals. Um, It's really disappointing that this is continuing to go to court and continuing to not be made clear to the people who need to have it made clear to them so that these tickets don't happen in the first place. Okay, let's put the qualifier on here that obviously texting while driving is dangerous. It is unacceptable. It should not be done. Uh, to have your phone sitting in your cup holder is, it seems like the, the police officers that are ticketing for that could better well find the driver who is clearly bobbing and weaving down the street trying to text their friends or what have you, read their latest. Um, 
while in motion. I, I've never really understood that, you know, the police officer parked in front of Mr. Ali's car, looking in the rearview mirror and seeing the head movement of, of clearly he's looking at his phone. And then that's a reason to pull someone over. It, it, it just doesn't seem like that's a danger. I get that that's a symptom of a bigger problem because that person sitting at the stoplight might then miss the green light and then start pulling into traffic while still utilizing their phone. That's the the no. But clearly that was not the case here. Exactly. And I think the law, I mean, if I could rewrite the law, um, I would I would change the penalties to reflect the conduct. So if you don't want people to be, you know, approaching that danger by using their phone at the red light, make the penalty less for doing that because right. it's not as serious. And make the penalty more significant for those cases where the people are in motion and we see it every day. You don't have to look for very long to see somebody holding the phone to the ear or actively texting while rolling along. Um, every damn penalty- day, Kyla. Every <laughs> single day. And that's, I think, why it's so frustrating when you see somebody getting a ticket for being still and texting. Mm-hmm. Or even just, you know, glancing down to see who sent me a text. Right. I need to pull over to deal with this. I mean, on the spectrum of dangerousness, one is far more distracting and poses a, a bigger risk than the other, but they're treated the same, which makes a lot of people, including myself, feel like the law isn't fair. Right. So what goes into rewriting a law when we learn from uh, the mistakes of having it sort of blanket? Uh, well, a lot. It's expensive yeah. to rewrite a law, too, because it takes time for all of the people in the legislature who work on drafting it and approving it and, you know, arguing about the draft that's going to ultimately be tabled and then debates in the legislature and time away from other bills. And if the law is resulting in people getting tickets, lots of tickets, it's bringing in money into the government, the government's not motivated to spend money changing it so that fewer people get tickets and fewer dollars go into government coffers. What are other distracted driving laws? Like, I remember, I mean, how many times have we gone through a drive-through, name your restaurant, let's go McDonald's, you grab yourself an Egg McMuffin on your way to work, you're driving down the road, you're eating the McMuffin. Is that the same ticket? It's not the same ticket. That ticket would be a ticket for driving with your controls obstructed. It's only three points. A cell phone ticket is four, and the fine is $109, whereas a cell phone ticket is $368. Wow. But the Egg McMuffin is more dangerous than the red light texting. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's so complicated. I've seen people with books reading a newspaper at a, at a stoplight. I've seen people driving down the road, putting mascara on in their rearview mirror. Uh, I don't allow my dogs to sit on my lap when I drive. I don't know. Does Wrigley sit up front with you? <laughs> he sits on the front seat and he tries to get on my lap and I have to repeatedly remind him that that's illegal. Right. That's like my little uh, Calvin. I'm like, no, 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 you're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're too much of a distraction. Okay. So all of these things that come into play with distracted driving, I'm going to open up the phone lines for the next segment, 604-280-9898. What do you think on distracted driving laws? What constitutes distracted driving, or what have you seen that it makes your head explode uh, when you're driving down the road and you see the person next to you? What have you seen people doing that is distracted driving that may not be cell phone related? Or are you still seeing people with their phone up to their ear, as as Kyla and I are both saying, that, that we see? Uh, when you get pulled over... And, and a police officer says, I saw you touch your phone and you didn't touch your phone. You take the ticket and then what do you do? 
you dispute it. Uh, you The first thing you do is go down to an ICBC or a courthouse um, and file the ticket in dispute um, because you're presumed innocent until they prove you guilty in court. You don't get the pine, fines. You don't have to pay the penalties. You don't have to have any points on your record until that's adjudicated in court. And typically, how much does it cost to have a lawyer help you fight uh, a ticket like that? Um, every place is different, but the fees that we charge are, I'm not going to say our exact price on the radio, but it's less than what the ticket will ultimately cost you after all the fines and penalties are taken into consideration. Okay, so. that's what I was looking for. Is, uh, is it worth your while to push yeah. back if you don't think that you were guilty of that? I just got an email. Dave sent in, says Kyla rocks. Yeah, push back on the nanny state, exclamation point was... Uh, what Dave said. Hopefully he sent it from his iPhone, not while driving, because that would be unfortunate. Uh, Kyla Leo, it was a pleasure to have you on um, and tell Paul that I just got your calendar for 2020 and I love it. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Hilarious. I got this manila envelope and I opened it up and there are Paul Doroshenko and Kyla Lee's uh, calendar. Hilariously fun. Always a good uh, conversation uh, with you, Kyla. Make it a great day and have a great weekend. Thank you for having me.